It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun. Good morning. I'm Joanne Rideout, registered and licensed dietitian, and we have a very timely topic today, holiday foods and heartburn. I would guess many of you have found it's been difficult to stay on track so far during the holidays, and your heartburn may have flared up again. Maybe it started at Thanksgiving with the stuffing, the pie, or dinner rolls. So remember, we have two weeks left of the holiday eating and too much sugar, too much processed carbohydrates. The fact is that millions of people suffer from heartburn or what some people call GERD or reflux. It's very common and it's important to know it is a sign of a more serious condition, so can't be ignored. So if you're struggling with heartburn, stay tuned. Today's discussion is all about acid reflux. So joining me today are two great nutritionists. We will give you some facts, tips, and recipes and more information about heartburn. First, joining us is Jamie Carlson, who's a licensed and registered dietitian and sees clients in our St. Paul office. You may have heard Jamie about a month ago talking about female athletes and bone health with Brenna. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning. Um, yeah, so today is it's a great topic. Uh, many of my clients are you know, taking some form of an, an acid medication, and really one of the first things we're looking to do is get them off this medication so that they can start healing their gut. And that might not make sense right away, but we're going to get into that a lot today. Yeah, that's important. Also joining us is Cara Carper, who's a certified nutrition specialist and sees clients in our Wyzetta office. You may have heard Cara recently on Dishing Up Nutrition discussing Nell's 90-pound weight loss success. Good morning, Cara. You have an Hi, interesting... Joanne. Good morning. <laughs> nice to be here with you again. Nice to be here. Um, you have an interesting fact about heartburn to share. Yes. And actually, I, you know, we meet with clients who are on these medications all the time, but yeah. I was shocked that the acid-blocking medications used for heartburn, which are also known as proton pump inhibitors, they're the number one drug sold in the United States. Um, and, wow. you know, I would say probably half of my clients are on a variety of these, like Prilosec. Yeah, definitely. Nexium, Prevacid, some version of the purple pill. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know, often people are prescribed these antacids to, you know, what they're told is to correct this acid reflux. Um, but they don't, they're not really helping the underlying cause of what's really going on. So... Uh, most often the cause of heartburn or acid reflux is really an irritated stomach lining. So, you know, you think of it as kind of like an open wound almost to that stomach. It's just inflamed. Um, so maybe it's from drinking too much soda or beer or whatever we're drinking this time of year, right? Or, you know, it could be from taking too many, like, aspirin and Advil. You know, I have a sister who has had kind of chronic hip pain her whole life and was, mm-hmm. like, always popping a leave. It's just, like, always mm-hmm. in her purse and... Yeah. To this day, she's got, like, the worst heartburn and is on one of those purple pills. So there's a huge connection between that there. Yeah, there is. Those NSAIDs or yeah. the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory yeah. drugs, yeah. those really can do a yeah. number. So maybe athletes are a little guts. bit more at risk for this, too, if they're, you know, That's a great constantly point, trying Jamie. to cover up their mm-hmm. pain. Yeah, good point. Yeah. And as nutritionists, you know, we look at foods as well, not just medications, but foods that are going to irritate the stomach lining. 
So for some people, it can be gluten, which we'll talk more about that. That's Mm -hmm. in a lot of grain products like breads and wheat products. It could be dairy products. It might actually be sugar. That's a really common one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, could be soy. And people are eating these things and having heartburn and not knowing that that's what the trigger is. So we would recommend eliminating any of those foods that are likely to be irritating, along with eliminating, you know, the aspirin, the Advil, the Aleve, or any of those medications. You know, and I say that knowing that it may not be easy if someone's in pain, we really would need to get to the bottom of that issue first. Right. And we would also work on healing the stomach lining with the probiotic acidophilus. So in addition, healing the intestinal lining with the probiotic bifido will help to reduce the gas. So some people are not producing enough acid to digest foods, especially protein. As people get older, they make less hydrochloric acid and because they're not eating enough protein. So by avoiding meat, they are actually making the problem worse. Mm, Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, you know, so you could try, you know, if if you have kind of this inflamed stomach, if you've got something going on there, you might be better off to cook things, eat things that are easy to digest. So like cooked meat, cooked uh, sweet potatoes, cooked vegetables, those are going to be a lot easier than raw ones. Raw vegetables, your, you know, your stomach has to work a lot harder, produce more acid to break those things mm-hmm. down. So it could cause a little bit more irritation when you're kind of in a flare up. Right. So Julianne, you just made a comment about, you know, people often are not eating meat. Right. And it, maybe we should just tell listeners that, you know, meat actually helps produ- helps yeah. us to helps produce us our produce own it. hydrochloric yep. acid, Absolutely. which we need mm-hmm. to break down food and yeah. absorb nutrients and yes. all that good stuff. Which is kind of the opposite of what you think, right? Because yeah. people are worried that acid reflux is like, I've got this overabundance of acid going on when mm-hmm. really that's not the issue going on there. Right. Mo- it's most likely an issue of low stomach yeah. acid. And poor digestion of that food. Right. right. So, you know, you can try testing if you have enough stomach acid by taking a teaspoon of vinegar in water, drink it at the beginning of a meal, and if it helps you, I mean, if you find relief, that's a sign that you don't have enough hydrochloric acid. Mm -hmm. Right. And then what we would recommend to, you know, take care of that issue is... It's a, it's a great supplement that we have at our office. It's called OrthoDigestzyme. Mm-hmm. So it's a digestive enzyme with hydrochloric acid. And yep. we have people take that with their main meals. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially protein meals. Right. right. Like the yeah. bigger, you know, especially yeah. like breakfast, lunch, yep. dinner when you're having more protein. Yep. Um, so if you, if you take that vinegar and water, though, and it doesn't help you or you get kind of a burning sensation, you probably are someone who has enough acid. Mm-hmm. So, but again, just a reminder that eliminating the cereals, the breads, the cookies, pizza, Jamie had recommended like beer and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that can really be helpful. I mean, those can also be a culprit with yeah. heartburn. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about the, you know, these proton pump inhibitor, inhibitors, PPIs. We kind of hear that, you know, those words going around. So since these proton pump inhibitors are decreasing the stomach acid, they're really working against this long-term solution, right? We were saying... You want an acidic stomach. That acidity in your stomach helps to break down food when it comes in. Um, helps it to keep moving down instead of come back up. So something we would recommend to help with this is the probiotic acidophilus. Um, this works really well to take in, in the evening. Um, helps calm down kind of that nighttime heartburn. And strangely enough, it helps acidify that <laughs> intestinal tract, right? So right. we're talking yeah. about acid reflux, but we want acid. We're trying to get your stomach to produce its own natural amount that it needs. Right. 
we do need more acid. Um, so as a dietitian, I've seen the most two most common causes of heartburn are sugar and gluten, and that may surprise you. So maybe the evening you ate pizza with spicy sausage, you thought the heartburn was from the spicy sausage or maybe the tomato sauce, but it was probably the crust or the soda mm-hmm. or beer you had with it. Yeah. And don't you hear that all the time? We like, oh, I had a spicy food, and I'm not saying that never happens, yeah. right. but it's really important to know that it's much more likely that it would be the sugar. Mm-hmm. That was the real cause the of wheat. the start of the pain. Exactly. exactly. So, and we encourage people to really, you know, avoid beer and most alcoholic beverages if they're suffering from heartburn because that can Mm -hmm. be a huge trigger. Yeah, so during the holiday season, um, we recommend some alternatives to alcohol. And we're not telling you you can't ever have any, but, you know, this is a long season, right? If we're doing this constantly, right. things can <laughs> add up. So, you know, something a few of us are drinking this morning in the studio, we've got some kombuchas here. Yep. Um, so those are great things. I know they make like a apple cider kombucha right now, so that's kind of holiday-like. So nice. this is a fermented tea that actually has good bacteria in it. So put it in a wine glass or have some club soda with some lemon or lime. You know, replace those sugary drinks and sodas um, with something else, you know, maybe sparkling water. Right. I, You know, we have a lot of at our house is the, can't remember the brand, if it's LaCroix or yeah. Mendota Springs, yeah. but those flavored yeah. sparkling waters, LaCroix, like yeah. Yeah. coconut, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of great ones. And yeah. good. Those can be kind of a nice alternative to Definitely. water, yeah. regular water. <laughs> so listeners might be wondering, you know, what is heartburn? I mean, if you don't have it, um, yeah. you may not know what it is. It's a burning sensation in the chest. It's often caused by undigested foods backing up into the esophagus. So this is also referred to as GERD, which stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease or reflux. So there's yeah. kind of a lot of interchangeable terms. Yeah. yeah. We have a flap between the lower esophagus and the stomach, and it can be partially opened by excess intestinal gas pushing upward. So we're going to talk more. Jamie's going to talk more about that when we come back. But we do have to take our first break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And today's topic is heartburn and holiday foods. We know that two of the main triggers for heartburn are gluten and sugar. And research has shown an almost immediate resolution of reflux or GERD symptoms in obese individuals that initiate a a very low-carb diet. So limiting carbohydrates has been shown to greatly improve and in some cases completely cure acid reflux wow. and GERD. Yeah. So so what are we going to eat instead, right? So we want to incorporate quality meats, healthy fats, a variety of vegetables. Um, so stay tuned for more ideas about foods to eat um, and what to serve to avoid heartburn. So if you have any questions about um, heartburn, acid reflux, all those terms, right, give us a call in the office today at 651-641-1071. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every 
every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. We are talking about holiday foods and heartburn today. And you can hear you hear us talking about eating real foods, protein, fats, and vegetable carbs, and avoiding processed foods and sugar. So for more detailed information on how to avoid those gluten-containing foods, we have a great class available online called Going Gluten-Free the Healthy Way. So please check it out at weightandwellness.com or by calling 651-699-3438 for more information. So we were talking about heartburn, we yeah. have been, and reflux, and Jamie's going to bring us back yeah. to so, you know, topic. Yeah, Car was telling us before, like, you know, what what is heartburn? So it, it's not your heart burning, right? It's it's this burning sensation that we get in our esophagus, and we said it's caused by this thing called GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. So, um, so that can be, you know, one um, cause of it. Other people might have something called a hiatal hernia. I don't know if some of our listeners have heard of that or experienced that. But what this means is that, you know, the wall that's separating your stomach from your esophagus, um, they've actually pulled apart a little bit. They start to separate. And a little portion of your stomach starts to pop up in through your esophagus. Mm So remember, your stomach is super acidic, like lemon juice acidic, right? And now it's coming into your esophagus that isn't acidic hardly at all. So that's where we start to get that, like, you know, burning feeling in your chest. So this can be caused sometimes by central obesity or constipation, right? That What's body central, weight. Can you just say yeah, what central yeah. obesity is? Good. So central obesity right <laughs> yes. in the middle, you know, when we middle see weight. that kind of, yes, that beer belly, right? We think uh-huh. of that. So if you think of that, right, so that extra weight kind of pushes your organs around a little bit. So constipation can cause this too, right? So it's kind of moving around things in your mm-hmm. body and pushing them in ways that they shouldn't be. Um, also things like poor intestinal health, smoking, or, you know, lack of different nutrients can mm-hmm. cause these hiatal hernias as well. And that just shows how important it is to avoid constipation. Yeah, if that could definitely. be a, a potential yeah. trigger for mm-hmm. GERD. And we have a lot of great solutions for constipation. I'm just going to talk about a couple. Um, and, you know, I've, this is something that I've struggled with in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have found this is actually everything that we're going to talk about is what I do to <laughs> yeah. prevent this. But the good bacteria or probiotics Bifido is one strain. Mm-hmm. Acidophilus is another strain. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are very helpful. Yep. We need, you know, plenty of good bacteria in our intestinal tract to yep. prevent constipation. Yep. Also, magnesium. Make there's so many great reasons mm-hmm. to take a magnesium supplement. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, but it, it it does act as a stool softener. Yeah. And right. so we have mixed magnesium at our office, which has some magnesium citrate, yep. which is really the form mm-hmm. that helps with constipation. Vitamin C is also a stool softener. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I find, I don't know about you guys, if you've had this issue as well, but I like the buffered powdered vitamin C yeah, for that. Yeah. That's I've the one that I too. use. I have used that okay. too, and I, I have the same issue. So, so. those yeah. supplements are very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And since we know that that abdominal obesity is also a cause of a hiatal hernia or can be, a great solution for anyone, you know, dealing with weight issues, especially weight around the middle. Yeah. Um, it would be great for people to look into our Nutrition for Weight Loss program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll talk more about that. Also, and we, yeah, too. we'll talk more about that one, too. 
I was also very happy when my mom told me that she was able to get off the purple pill. So that was pretty exciting. One of the recommendations I had made to her. She now takes the probiotic acidophilus, which I recommended to her. She takes it before she goes to bed every night, one or two of them. She has had the hiatal hernia condition for years, as long as I can remember, and has taken an acid blocker for years also, and now she's off of it. Her doctor was also very happy to hear that she was able to get off because they are not meant mm-hmm. to be taken for life. No, we were talking about this so morning. Great. So, yes. you know, maybe too too much information for me, but I, I've got an ulcer right now. And so uh-huh. they actually have me on one of these acid, you know, lowering pills. And Joanne and I were talking about this morning and saying the main purpose for these pills was mm-hmm. meant for a situation like this where for a temporary time yeah. we need to lower the acid right let yes. it also heal and then get off of it it's yes. not supposed to be this long-term or short term yes. yeah and don't the medications actually still have that warning yeah i believe they do, they do. i don't do. i just don't think that people are reading those because um i'm not sure if doctors aren't aware of that but doctors mm-hmm. are telling a lot of our clients mm-hmm. you know that you're going to okay. be on this the rest of your life yeah right we so but there are a lot of side effects so we really need to change our nutrition to get rid of heartburn. So, Joanne, what are some holiday foods that will work better for people to get rid of their heartburn or just avoid having it? Yeah, this is a great topic. I always love to talk about food. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about cutting out gluten, grains, and sugar. But how can we get through the family gatherings? That seems overwhelming without gluten and sugar. So we always recommend think PFC, protein, fat, and carbs. Try a deli meat roll-up. We, we recommend those all year round, but nitrate-free deli meat spread with cream cheese, a pickle in the middle, and roll it up. And with a colored toothpick, it can be very festive. Mm-hmm. And organic strawberries. Who doesn't like that dipped mm-hmm. in dark chocolate? Sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to add a lot of color and elegance to the holiday table. It also tastes amazing. Try to get the organic chocolate that has at least a a 70% cocoa content or higher. And that would be a great substitute for other desserts that would have gluten and sugar. Yeah, other ideas um, or you know, just doing like some good dark chocolate, maybe some crispy nuts with it. Um, You know, sometimes I just like to do dark chocolate, spread some almond butter on it, some kind of a nut butter. So an easy combination to do there or... Um, you could try the pumpkin cheesecake bars that's in our new cookbook, or it, that one's online, too. Okay. Also, vegetables and dip. Always a great addition to any table full of appetizers. Mm-hmm. I always look forward to seeing vegetables on a table. Um, so you can make a colorful assortment of snap peas, red peppers, cauliflower, broccoli. Your dip can be the Little Dipper recipe on our website, made of sour cream and safflower mayonnaise, mm-hmm. with some seasoning. Yeah, All of good. those are just wonderful options. I always get excited, too, when yeah. I'm seeing these types of foods <laughs> at gatherings. And easy to do. <laughs> yeah, Very. really easy. And just I wanted to just get back to that crispy nuts when yes. you guys oh, yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. So yeah. we were talking about that before the show, too. That's mm-hmm. on our website. And um, I'm making those. I'm currently, they're in my oven right they're, now. Oh, wow. <laughs> those are so good. <laughs> and I'm doing the almonds and the pecans, but that's on our website. Mm-hmm. And basically, you're just, just for if listeners are curious, you're yeah. soaking the nuts overnight with yeah. a little bit of some some of the recipes say spices, but yeah. typically salt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you just slow roast them. I put it on the lowest temp in my oven, which is like 150 okay. for 12 to 24 hours. So you have to yep. keep yes. checking to see if they're crispy. Yeah. 
the nuts actually are easier to digest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They taste amazing and they make great gifts. And that yeah. slow roasting <laughs> doesn't do. damage the fats in it too, right? Yes. That's the reason for that slow exactly. roasting. So versus right. high of heat. like roasting them at 300 and yeah. doing it in an hour, which a lot of store-bought nuts, that's yep. how they're manufactured. Yeah. Right. This preserves the, the fragile oils Good. and doesn't create um, oxidation. So anyway, <laughs> but also another um, idea would be guacamole or hummus. In place of a veggie dip. So you could uh, dip your veggies in guacamole or hummus. Really stay away from the cheese dips because a lot of times those are made with a cheese food product Mm. full of colorings and preservatives like a Velveeta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So also deviled eggs. People love those things. Mm. Deviled eggs or salmon deviled eggs are also very popular on an appetizer table. And they don't need to be saved for a holiday either. You can make them any time. Yeah. I've made the salmon salad recipe on our website and served it with the gluten-free crackers at holiday functions. You can use it like a dip or you can just eat it like a salad. Um, you can use it with a dip with celery, red peppers, or something like that. It's great. And another great one is one of our recipes from the cookbook is wild rice meatballs. That's another favorite. Mm-hmm. You can serve that with salsa or some kind of an organic marinara sauce. So that can be a really healthy change compared to like the Smokies <laughs> and the barbecue sauce that might be full of both trans fats and high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, another popular one you always see is like Chex Mix, right? Chex mm-hmm. Mix, chips, those kind of things. So. Instead, you could do, you know, add some olives or some nuts. You know, I I was talking to a client and, you know, I was telling her, bring a meat tray, bring a veggie tray, bring some olives, you know, and then you're kind of set with that protein, that fat and that carb we're looking for. So, um, or you could bring a bowl of nuts with a nutcracker. You know, I grew up, my grandma always, yeah, Yeah. my grandma always had, you know, and I didn't know nuts came from inside of something else. So it was great to (laughs) to learn about that. So it's a fun thing for kids, I think, teaching Mm -hmm. them about food and you know, so these these fats and the olives and nuts um, are going to add flavor. But, you know, more importantly, um, it's going to help keep your blood sugar stable. And, you know, as we always talk about, balanced blood sugar is going to mean clearer thinking, good moods, good energy, which is perfect for this time of year, right? We want to have all need happy a times at holidays and more of that, right? <laughs> exactly. Instead of, like, skyrocketing yeah. and crashing blood sugars and exactly. poor moods and yeah. energy. Exactly. <laughs> And hot flashes. There you go. (laughs) We don't want those either. (laughs) So earlier in the show, we mentioned kombucha, fermented tea in place of wine. It's an inquired taste, but I love it. Yes. You can find it at a co-op. I also found it at Lund's. I found Mm -hmm. it at Cub Foods. Yeah. Other alcohol alternatives include sparkling water, as Cara mentioned earlier. Or you can just fill a really nice pitcher with berries with water, like ice water, but also put berries, orange slices, Lemon, lemon, lime, or cucumber slices in there. So that also looks festive and tastes great. Definitely. If you're going to indulge in wine, try to keep it to a small glass of white wine. And keep in mind it could wake you in the night with hot flashes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. keep the amount mm-hmm. small. Yeah. Have you found that, Joanne, with clients that if they are drinking wine, especially at night and they're having hot flashes, mm-hmm. if they give that up, yeah, sometimes the hot flashes yeah. go away. Yeah. I've recommended kombucha to quite a few of my clients yeah. mm-hmm. that were drinking every wine yeah. every night to help them sleep and then sure. couldn't figure out why they were waking yeah. up in the night. Yeah. So it really does help. I've also noticed it for myself. Yeah. Okay. 
Or with those kombuchas, you kind of have to experiment, I think, find a flavor you like. You, you know, do. there's some that I think people yes. might like more than others. So mm-hmm. it is a might. good alternative. It kind of has it is. an alcoholic, almost like taste to it. Yes. You know, it's because yeah, of the fermented it's property fermented of it. and it's bubbly. Yeah. It's effervescent. And... So, so with that, um, it's time for a break. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So we're discussing heartburn today and holiday foods. Um, Dr. Jeffrey Bland, the author of The D- Disease Delusion, who was on the show, right, not too long ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Um, He wrote this, indigestion is certainly one of the most common complaints. If it is a frequent occurrence, chances are that particular foods are triggering the response. So identifying the trigger foods is essential. If you find yourself with headaches, pain after eating, bad breath, mood swings, you may be sensitive to certain foods such as dairy or grain products or sugary foods. So how are you going to make better food choices during this holiday season to prevent heartburn and digestive distress? Well, a simple answer is to sign up for a nutrition consultation with one of our nutritionists and let us help you find these solutions. We put together meal plans for people all the time that are struggling with a variety of intestinal issues. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more food ideas. And give us a call if you have any questions today. It's 651-641-1071. Welcome to back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Don't forget to call if you have questions. 651-641-1071. Sometimes it's difficult to stay with healthy eating through the holiday season. So I encourage you to spend one hour a week with like-minded and goal-oriented people. Take the Nutrition for Weight Loss program starting the week of January 6th. We have evening classes starting at all of our locations. Here are some comments from a class member that attended our last session. Uh, She said, I came to class to clear up my eczema. I got that and so much more. I lost 15 pounds, three sizes, and I feel so much better. That's fantastic. (laughs) Isn't that great? Yeah. And then another client said, my cholesterol went down 23 points. My good HDL cholesterol went up 20. The Bad, so to speak, cholesterol went down 34. Triglycerides went down from 88 to 45. That's amazing. That's great. And this person's doctor said that they didn't need a statin. So they were very happy, obviously. Yeah, that's great. Those are great results. Yeah. People go in thinking they're just going to lose weight. Sometimes maybe that's the only goal, but they end up with all these positive benefits. Right, health benefits, possibly even decreasing or stopping certain medications. I met with someone yesterday who had lost 40 pounds from May through July. Wow. Yeah, of course, wow, it was a man, so he great. lost a little yeah. quicker. But Well, I have a good success story. Then I have a client that started Nutrition for Weight Loss in June, and I just saw her yesterday, and we'll get to She was an acid reflux person, but she's lost 60 pounds wow. since June. That's so fantastic. She came off uh-huh. her Prilosec, too. She had yep. really bad heartburn, and probably a lot related to she lost a lot of that central obesity that mm-hmm. we were talking right. about, mm-hmm. right? So as her stomach, you know, shrinked a little bit, it was putting less pressure on her stomach. So. Sure less acid coming back up. So oh, she must be so happy, you know, with all, I mean, not yeah. just weight loss, but getting yeah. rid of that uncomfortable condition Absolutely. too. That's wonderful. You know, some of you might've heard the show when I was on recently with Nell Calls on Dishing Up Nutrition a few weeks ago. She's one of our, well, she's a client and an employee. She's a nutrition educator 
who has lost 90 pounds and kept it off. Wow. She's um, done well. She's, Very well. She does great <laughs> with this whole plan. And, you know, she said, I used to think after I lost weight that I would be healthy. And now I realize I need to be healthy in order to lose weight. So Good to remember that. <laughs> if you're interested in checking out our Nutrition for Weight Loss series, you can go to our website, weightandwellness.com, and you can sign up there. Or you can call our office, 651-699-3438. Yeah, that's a great thing that she said that she had to be healthy to lose weight because I always tell my clients, anybody can lose weight in really unhealthy ways, right? But yes. it's what's mm-hmm. going to make it last long term is we fix the body first. Mm-hmm. The bodies naturally want to be lean and healthy, but when those are broken, we're mm-hmm. going to have, you know, overweight bodies. But we don't want to just lose weight in extreme measures. Right. right. Like, right. you know, on the show, Nell and I did together, the low-calorie, low-fat starvation yeah. diets. Yeah. Works you for know, a Sometimes bit of time, people right? are losing water and muscle, yeah. and yeah. it's obviously just not a healthy way to go about it. Definitely. Yep, that's right. So, we, uh, Joanne, I think before break, you were giving some alternatives to wine. Yeah. Yes. Just, you had some great ideas about different flavored waters. Yeah, we're talking and... about things to do in this holiday season to yeah. still be festive, right? Yeah. Because that's like a really fun part of the season. But, you know, other things that we could do, um, you know, like hot or iced tea, you know, maybe hot tea is better this time of year, um, is a great beverage to keep in mind. You know, I like to do like peppermint tea and in That's our offices, really nice. we have like chocolate stevia. So I'll put chocolate stevia and peppermint tea. So it's like a, you know, chocolate covered peppermint mm-hmm. candy or something. <laughs> <Yum>. So, um, <laughs> That's really good. And I know in the offices, we've got like a hot chocolate recipe that we're handing out. It's yeah, dynamic yes, greens. The scoop of dynamic greens, yep. either the chocolate or the espresso mm-hmm. um, with like a half a cup of either canned coconut milk or maybe heavy cream. Mm-hmm. Yes. You heat that over the stove. It tastes mm-hmm. just like hot chocolate. So you I make just it kind of take a whisk. Yeah. Or I just whisk and, yeah. it on the stove. I make it for my nieces who can be picky eaters sometimes, but oh, they really, really like so it. Good. So yeah. And the dynamic greens are wonderful. So that's a, a product. We do have it at our offices mm-hmm. and it's just a blend of antioxidants. Yep. But I mean, you'd never know how healthy no, it was. I mean, because yeah. it tastes, it's it tastes got great. the stevia and the cocoa. Yeah. And um, that's what we talked about, the chocolate and espresso being good for that that recipe. It's great for that, you know, and this can help you avoid those holiday drinks, right? Those syrupy coffee drinks this time of year. The, I I had my uh, nurse I had the other day told me she has gained 20 pounds this past holiday season because she started drinking white chocolate peppermint mochas. So, you know, it's all the sugar in those, right? (laughs) So, you know, one of those, depending on the size, could be anywhere from 16 to 20 teaspoons of sugar per thing. So, yeah. That's a lot, you know, so we want to kind of find some other healthy options. Right, right. So other suggestions for hot appetizers are crockpot chicken drummies. Mm. That recipe's on our website. Um, make them with chicken legs and a good quality or homemade ranch dressing. Yeah. You can serve them with the super simple ranch dressing. That recipe's on our website at weightandwellness.com. So let's just for a minute get back to the discussion on heartburn mm-hmm. and you know, it's important to remember that the ads that we see on TV that are telling us that acid blockers and antacids, these proton pump inhibitors yeah. like Prilosec, you know, the commercials, of course, are telling us that that is the solution yeah. for GERD, acid mm-hmm. reflux, and heartburn. Yeah. But we talked at the beginning of the show how these decrease the stomach acid and they may provide temporary relief. 
but they really were not meant to be used long-term due to serious side effects right. from that long-term use. Yeah, what are some of the like those serious side effects that we can see from these? Well, we have, um, it's been researched that there's actually, people can actually develop a B12 deficiency. Mm. Also, people can develop neuropathy or like tingling or numbness in their in their legs. Yeah. Bacterial overgrowth. And that's or, an interesting one, right? We were talking about that. So... Why would we get bacterial overgrowth yes. without enough stomach acid? Right. Or why would we get sick more without as much right. stomach acid? Because we true. need stomach acid to provide that environment yes. in our system that right. is going to ward off viruses, exactly. bacteria, exactly. yeast, even parasites. Yep. Right. We're more susceptible to catching yeah. things right. if we don't have that protective stomach acid. Yeah. So if you're someone struggling with a lot of heartburn, acid reflux, you're on these PPIs, these, you know, Prilosec. Mm-hmm. Are you getting sick more? You know, is that an issue mm-hmm. for you? Have you had maybe some bacterial overgrowth? And maybe that could be an issue for you today. Yeah. And yep. like we said, what do we do? How how can we get off that? You know, doing the acidophilus. Right. The acidophilus probiotic at night can be yeah. really helpful. And then, Absolutely. of course, looking at just foods to eliminate, yeah. like the processed carbohydrates. Yeah, definitely. The grain products, yep. the particularly gluten, which is found in wheat, oats, rye, barley, barley, and rye. Yeah. And then dairy can also be a trigger. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of foods that we just talked about, because they are like the bread products, the sweets, the cakes and cookies and things like that. They're either sugar or the bread products are turned to sugar when they're digested. That actually feeds the bad bacteria in our intestines. Mm-hmm. So that could lead to acid reflux or it could lead to IBS, which a lot of our listeners know what that is, irritable bowel syndrome. Yep, yep. And that's a real tricky balance. We, we're talking about acid. Mm-hmm. A tricky balance to have enough acid to digest our food, but not too much in our esophagus to flare the heartburn symptoms. So TV Nutrition tells us all we do need to do is take an acid-reducing medication. But as we just talked about, that leads to very serious side effects. So we had just noticing, Joanne, we got a couple callers. So I think we have time for probably one before break. So I'm just going to take this first one. Good morning, Maggie. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question? I do. It's actually just my sister who was just diagnosed with a bleeding ulcer. Her iron had dropped. Her white cell count was way up and her iron had dropped a lot Mm -hmm. Um, in just a couple of weeks period of time and I'm, you probably addressed this at the beginning of the show but i'm sorry i no that's that. okay so so what would you recommend yeah so is she working with her physician for this yeah and she yeah. had she is on one of the acid reducers and then yeah. had stopped it yeah. she changed to another and then she stopped it because she didn't like the side effects yeah. and now it's mm-hmm. like oh no you're back on it yeah you know th- that was we were saying earlier that's kind of one of the cases where this is what those acid-blocking medications are really important for, right? So I don't know if you missed that, but I said I've got an ulcer right now too, and so I'm on one of these acid-lowering mm-hmm. pills because you think of an ulcer, it's just like if you have like a wound on your body, mm-hmm. you have this wound in the inside of your skin. And think if you just kept putting lemon juice on a cut you had on your arm or something, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening in your stomach is you just, this acid keeps, you know, irritating that ulcer, and so it can cause bleeding and then iron loss or blood loss. So mm-hmm. um, it's good for her to probably be on that for a period of time. So uh, certainly she needs to be working with her physician. And we were talking about earlier, most yeah. ulcers are caused by something called H. pylori. So I don't know if that's been a bacteria that she's been tested for, but 
um, we'd really encourage you to, you know, have her discuss that with her doctor. Okay. And anything else she can take to help, um, uh, you know, um, treat it? I mean, like, not, yeah. so you're not just reducing it, but it actually heals? Yeah. Right. There's a couple products um, that we recommend. I don't know if you heard us on the show discussing probiotics. So good bacteria, yeah. mm-hmm. I would have, and this is completely safe whether she's on medication or yes. not and has the ulcer, uh, bifidobacteria and acidophilus. Because I know, and I'm, I'm so sorry I missed this morning, no. but I know sometimes it's, you do the bifido or something before that acidophilus. Sure, yeah, a kind of a general protocol is bifidobacteria before each meal and acidophilus before bed. Oh, I hadn't heard that. And then L-glutamine is a really important amino acid to heal the lining. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, it's okay, very L-glutamine protective. L-glutamine for the lining? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And we do, I apologize, Maggie, we do, we're short on time here. We have to take our break, but I hope that some of those tips will help yeah. her. Thank you. Thanks it's fabulous. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank Love you. Paul. Thank you. So, yeah, it's time to go to a break. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Jamie Carlson, licensed dietitian. And I'm here with Joanne Rideout and Cara Carper, and we are discussing how to make better food choices to prevent this heartburn. So nutrition is, you know, a very complex topic. You know, you wouldn't think food is, but it it can be. So no one diet fits all people. But one thing we do know is that we all really need to incorporate a variety of vegetables each day is one of the things. Yep, we need veggies. We need good fats. We need um, olive oil, avocados, nuts, coconut oil, butter. And, of course, we need good quality protein to support our immune system. So preferably chemical-free, hormone-free, and free-range when possible. Because good digestive health starts with real food. And give us a call, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. If you live with digestive problems, it's not just miserable, it's embarrassing. You might even find it tough to tell your doctor about your gas, bloating, heartburn, constipation, or diarrhea. The nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness understand no one wants to talk tummy trouble, but that can keep you suffering. So they've come up with a brilliant solution, an online version of the popular gut reaction class. That's right, online. You won't sit in a group or even leave home. You'll learn about foods that trigger digestive discomfort and how to restore intestinal balance. You'll learn how to get rid of bloating, stop heartburn, and relieve constipation and diarrhea. But it's all done privately when it's convenient for you. You know the old saying, you're only as sick as your secrets. If you're ready to heal and give up those digestive aids advertised on TV, this is the class for you. Register for Gut Reactions online at weightandwellness.com or call for information at 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. We just finished a very successful menopause seminar at Maple Grove on December 6th. It was a great day with many wonderful women. Darlene Cavis, the founder of Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and Dishing Up Nutrition, and Oralee Kirk, Nutrition Educator, were teaching that day. The class was great. It is completely revised and expanded to a full-day seminar. It was a full house and sold out a month ahead of the class. That's awesome. And, you know, there's going to be another one since it went so great, right? So next, um, in February, that seems like a long time away, but I would call and sign up because clearly the first one sold out fast. So um, it's going to be held in St. Paul um, in our new building, a newly remodeled classroom. So 
um, plan ahead for this biz or for this event and, you know, call the office if you're mm-hmm. interested in it. And we got a couple more callers over break. So I'm going to take Amy's call. Good morning, Amy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Good. Thanks for taking Hi. my call. You're welcome. What's your question? Um, I took your weight and wellness class this fall and learned a ton about like prebiotics and probiotics. And um, recently I was put on a prescription, an antibiotic, and it has this laundry list of side effects and all these things. And I'm just wondering, is there anything, I take bifidal balance every day. Is there anything I should adjust or add to my diet to kind of offset the side effects? You know what I would do is I would just really ramp up your bifido balance for at least a month or two. Okay. Post and or even during and post antibiotics. So, you know, a lot of times we recommend taking three per day. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a standard maintenance dose. Yeah. I would I would either take nine per day yeah. or, you know, that might sound like a lot. So you may be better off going to our office and getting the bifido powder. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. just taking a half teaspoon three times a day. Yeah. And Amy, um, may, maybe trying to get in, I don't know if you like fermented foods, like we've been talking about kombucha, maybe doing sauerkraut. There's a lot of strands of bacteria um, in these foods that we can't always get right out of the supplement. So um, mm-hmm. that would be a great way just while you're eating to support your, you know, different mm-hmm. bacteria from fermented foods too. So I bought some uh, sauerkraut, but I have no idea what to do with it. Do you have <laughs> any ideas? <laughs> I use it as kind of like a condiment when I'm eating any kind of like a chicken sausage. I eat it with brats. Like I cook it with onions and brats and kale and, you know, kind of do it in a big pot. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for your call. Great question. So for healing, we were talking about what we do for actually healing this reflux. Yeah. And so something we do for healing would be actually, you know, doing protein at every meal. We we talked about L-glutamine before for that ulcer. So protein has this amino acid L-glutamine in it to help heal up this damaged tissue. So, you know, some people also maybe need to take a digestive enzyme. We talked about orthodigestime before. You know, so this can help improve in the meantime while your digestion is compromised, um, help improve and support that, make it easier for your body, helps add necessary acid um, to break down proteins and amino acids, which are helping to mm-hmm. heal that tissue. And you know what's interesting is some people resort to a vegetarian diet, maybe not because they want to be a vegetarian, yeah. but because they simply lack the stomach acid for breaking down mm-hmm. the animal protein. Yeah. So. A vegetarian diet can be problematic for heartburn because we need more protein for making, you know, protein. Eating protein helps us make our own stomach acid, but it also heals our muscles and it heals our intestinal tissue and it repairs things. Right. So, you know, and and we've talked about before, like we need to avoid certain things that are going to irritate it. So things like coffee, um, even decaffeinated things like soda and alcohol. Those are going to be things that if you've got some irritated stomach lining, that's only going to further irritate those issues. Exactly. And, of course, we recommend the probiotics for better digestion, as we've talked about. Take bifidobacteria, take L-glutamine for intestinal healing before each meal, and acidophilus to increase the acidity and calm the heartburn in the Mm -hmm. evening. So taking acidophilus every night before bed can help you eliminate the acid-blocking medications, which have those harmful side effects we've talked about. That acidophilus is yeah. so helpful it for really people is. Definitely is. having heartburn. Yeah. Yeah, and so we really, if this has kind of been an ongoing struggle for you, we really recommend a nutritional consultation, whether it's severe or whether it's, you know, something that is just kind of this lingering issue. Um, let us help you to eliminate 
those um, those symptoms without the harmful side effects of just using the drugs. Right. Okay, guys, we have, I know we just have a couple minutes left, but I'm going to take this last yeah, caller. Yeah, sounds good. Hi, Liz, this is Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a Hi. question for us? Uh, I have a friend that has neuropathy real bad. Uh, is there something that she can do to help herself or help herself? She's not diabetic or anything. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that can be a fairly complex issue. We it probably would call for a nutrition consultation. A nutrition. We do meet with clients, and they come in because they have neuropathy, and we can get to the bottom of why to put together a specific plan. Okay, yeah, that's what she's wondering, why. Yeah, I know, and, you know, without talking to her and having her whole health history and list of medications yeah. or yeah. Okay. We, we can't diagnose on the air. So. Yeah, we do a phone and Skype, and we have six offices. So, okay, okay, have have her get in touch with us. Okay, thanks for calling. Yeah, thank you for the call. So, Joanne and Jamie, you were talking about just things for healing and mindful eating. Also, is very important though. So, remember that you know when you're eating, you want to have that PFC, the protein, the healthy fat, and vegetable, preferably vegetable carbohydrates. Mm And remember to eat slowly and chew food slowly. We're so rushed these days. Mm-hmm. And forcing ourselves to slow down and eat actually helps the amylase release. That's a digestive enzyme that's going to help break down yeah. our food. Yeah. starts right in, in, in the mouth. mouth. Yep. Yeah. Right. As our bodies, as our digestion improves, our bodies start making more hydrochloric acid. So then we may not need to continue on the digestive enzyme supplement. Right. And we really want everyone to have an enjoyable holiday season without heartburn Mm -hmm. because I've I've only had it a few times, but it's very painful. It's Mm -hmm. very debilitating. You know, quite honestly, it can be scary. Like you feel like you might be having a heart attack. And long term, it can cause issues, uh, high risk for cancer, esophageal cancer. Continually expose that esophagus to acid. We damage those cells and we can, you know, put us at high risk for esophageal cancer. It's not just uncomfortable. It can be dangerous. Yeah, definitely. So we'll just kind of recap as we wrap up the show. We're going to recap our recommendations to first reduce sugar and processed junk foods. Remove gluten-containing foods because about 30% of people are gluten-sensitive. So if you take wheat, oats, barley, and rye out of your diet for a few weeks, you will probably feel so much better that you won't want to look back. Yeah. And so then let's replace those carbohydrates with vegetables and fruits Instead of breads, pastas, cereal, chips, crackers, all those things we see this time of year, um, we talked about we want to add in healthy bacteria back into the system. So acidophilus um, at night can help eliminate that heartburn. And then taking potentially a digestive enzyme that contains some hydrochloric acid. So we call we talked about orthodigestime. So maybe taking this with each meal. Mm-hmm. And one or I would say one or two. Yes. Maybe start with one yep. with each meal. If you start to notice a burning, that's probably a little bit too much. And then maybe back it down. Right. Yes. So thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Life, I love you. All is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.